Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Football is back, and BetOnline is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with all the up-to-the-minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with BetOnline's real-time updates on statistics, news, and odds. From week one all the way through college football playoffs and the Super Bowl, BetOnline gives you access to the best promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the website site today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code believe that's B L E A V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals centric specific show where of course we talk about the Arizona Cardinals here in the Phoenix metropolitan area. I am one of your hosts. I am Javon J love Adams. And with me as always is a man who uh, played in the national football league, but also played professional baseball. This is a special time of year for him as well, but he played on yes. the first Super Bowl bound team for the Atlanta Falcons. I'm talking about none other than my brother, Ed easy Smith. What is good, man? Good football Friday to you, man. We made it to another one. Uh, you know, just plug it away. We're getting it in. Indeed, indeed. So we won't break this down. Um, again, we do this thing twice a week on Mondays and Thursdays. Mondays, we look back on the game that was, and so we break that down and uh, give some high-level insight, especially when I say high-level, coming from my man Ed. And then for, on Thursdays, we look ahead to the next opponent and, uh, and kind of look, uh, look ahead to that and break that down as well. So tell a friend and tell a friend what we have going on here. This week, the Arizona Cardinals, they are one and four getting ready to, they're heading to Los Angeles for, to head, take on the two and three Rams. Um, de- definitely want to break this down. It's interesting because there's, I saw an AP uh, report that said essentially that these are, it's like these are the, these two uh, division foes are, are, it's almost like a litmus test or a measuring stick game to see how their rebuilding process is going. And so, of course, I want your thoughts on that. But so let's get into that a little bit. We know that both of these teams are coming off a loss. What's interesting is that, and this is, in, I came across an article or two about the uh, about the Rams last game where they faced the the Philadelphia Eagles again came up in a loss but you never want to have to go to a silent count when you're playing in your own stadium right mm-hmm. and that's one of those yeah. things where depending on who's coming to your coming to your stadium you might have to prepare for that but let's let's break this down a little bit let's from from the you know we we I want to start with who's not playing especially for the Arizona Cardinals James Conner who loves that physical contact? He has been put on the he's uh, been put on the IR, so he's out for at least the next four weeks. Of course, what that what does that mean? Especially um, if you if you pay attention to what CardsWire.com has to say, that means it's time for some of these young running backs to step up and see what they can do. What do you think that, or how do you think the Cardinals will approach the running game and trying to give? As uh, analyst Ron Wolfley always says, how to give Joshua Dobbs a three-dimensional game so that that way he's not boxed in and uh, has another poor game like he had uh, against the the Bengals. This is going to be tough, Jay, because of you know certain players you you know are very hard to replace, especially in this instance because Connor is such a physical back. And I think what we we took for granted the first couple of years he was here, he was in my opinion was so ill utilized because of how Kingsbury, you know, and 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 Kyler Murray, the shot, the pistol or whatever, the read option. It, you know, I think we've gotten him 
a little more in his character, meaning more of a downhill runner uh, so far this year, which has been a benefit, uh, especially for Joshua Dobbs. He needs that running game to kind of take the pressure off, you know, um, right. and even the ability to run a little bit himself. With minus Connor, you know, he's going to be tough to replace because we don't have another Connor-type running back on the roster. You know, these guys are smaller, right. more slashers. Um, who's going to get the tough yards? Who's going to get those first down yards when you know you're going to, you know, when everybody knows you're trying to establish the run so they might stack the box? Connor could still get you three to four to five. And a lot of times people watch football, fans watch football, and they see those runs and they're like, why are they just continuing to do that? You know, <laughs> there's a there's a method behind it. You know, every run is not designed to pop for 80 yards. Right. You know, runs are designed to get you those first down four you know, if you're lucky, you get five, six to make the next two downs to get the 10 for the first down a little easier. And that's what Connor does. And minus him, it's going to be uh, a big absence. And we might be playing from behind the sticks a whole lot. Yeah. And who who wants to be dropping back? You know, if you're Joshua Dobbs, you're praying, mm-hmm. hey, fellas, let's get this run game established because Aaron Donald, number 99, is across the way. And they don't have much other than him, but he's enough on his own. And he can wreak havoc up in the middle, you know, of, of pass rushes. And, and quarterbacks do not like to see him coming free or having to drop back on third and eights and nines plus, that type of thing. So minus Connor is going to be tough. That's a very big asset that we're going to be losing at a, at a bad time because, you know, we need him more than ever, if you ask me, uh, to establish that running game. And that, and again, going back to what you said about every every run play is not designed to to pop for for eighty yards. But one of the things that it does, and I'm curious because again, the way you watch the game and, and analysts have different things when they say, is it you want it when you get to if if you get to a third down because if you pick up the first down after the second down, then it, then it's moot. But if it's third down, when when does it open up the options? Is it, is it third and five and shorter? Or is it third and six? What what is it? What opens up the option for the for the pass, the play action, and the run to be able to keep the defense guessing? Oh, well, ideally, when you're dealing with third downs, you'd like to be in the third and four mi- minus. Mm-hmm. You know, third and five, six, seven. You know, that's medium range. But okay. you know, we're when you're talking when you're getting the third and eights and the third and nine, ten plus, especially when you depend on the yards back. To, that's why I see a lot of time. A lot of times, you know, third and twelve, third and fifteen. Third and you know twenty because of penalty. People are like, well, why did you just run that screen or why did you just hand it off? You don't have a whole lot of plays when when the other team knows you have to throw it because it's third and twenty. You don't have a lot of plays in your in your bag for that. Those plays are designed for the third and threes when you want to take a shot down the field or the second and ones because you picked up eight or nine on the first down. Your chunk plays those are the ones you want to surprise them with. You don't want to have to drop back because you have to get the first down. And then also, Jay, field position plays a lot of, uh, you know, to to do with where you take. Look at what we did last week coming out of our own end zone. You know, you don't want to – there's field position plays a lot um, when you're going to take those shots on third down as well. Because you know you're backed up. Hey, let's not take the risk. Let's just go ahead and, you know, live for field position and punt here. So a lot goes into that. And the thing is, our coaching staff is learning. You know, it's funny because these guys, they've been on staffs before, obviously, as coordinators Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Gannon, you know. 
But when you're making all the, once again, I talk about when you're making all the decisions and have to monitor everything while the game is going on, sometimes it's not as clear. And that's what Gannon is trying to figure out. You know, he's trying to, uh, Hey, I know what the defense is supposed to be out there doing. You know, I might want to pay attention to that sometime, but oh my goodness, what's going on offensively out here? Or is it time for our trick plays, special, special, um, special teams players? So there's a lot that's going on out there that's just not realized sometime. And we're we're trying to, you know, like I said, this is uh, this is the phase where there's a lot of learning going on, and on those long downs, third downs, and stuff like that. That's when, you know, sometimes the greatest decisions are not made, uh, but they'll hopefully be learning on the job as we go. Speaking of learning on the job, Keontae Ingram, uh, second-year player, and then uh, Imari DiMarcado, they will be on that depth chart. They're they're the ones that will be toting the rock. And so, again, in, this is something that is is should be understood as well, is that picking up the blitz as well. So that's oh, that's that's important because you – when players are coming into the NFL, that's one of the things with uh, what my, my man that used to play on on Dallas when he um, um, Ezekiel uh, Elliott, yeah, Ezekiel Elliott when he came from Ohio State, he was he was touted for his 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 uh, his ability to pick up the blitz and be able to protect his quarterback. So that's important as well when you're in that spot is being those those little things that that go unnoticed until you don't do them, and then everybody in the crowd says, "How could you? Why would you leak out?" when you could see that the guy was rushing in and trying to kill your quarterback, those are things that, that you have to keep in mind as well. And that's why a lot of times you wonder why they're always shuffling backs in and out and mm. why we don't ah, sometimes okay. have three down backs is because, yeah, yeah, some guys are not quite ready for that other part of the game, picking up blitzes and, and stuff like that. So that that's a huge part of the game. That's a great point, Jay, because people just it's not just about running the ball, it's about your all your other assignments and recognizing things as well. Speaking of recognizing, so believe in the Arizona Cardinals. A couple things before we get into how the Cardinals will win and how the Rams will win. I want to break down, throw, throw a couple of stats at you. This is the time of year where now I can start to get into stats a little bit since we're since now we're we're in week what week five now whatever yeah week six you know you know what I'm saying we're in week yeah. six now. So um so the Cardinals defense allows 251.4 yards passing. Now they got a banged up secondary. We know that they're kind of thin where it comes to that. Buda Baker is still not back from the IR. He wants to come back soon. But even having said that, we got abused by, uh, by Chase last week. And I, I'm, I'm, and now Cooper Cup is back for this will be, I think, his second game back for the Rams. Does that give you any, is that, that's something that you would imagine that the Rams are probably looking and saying, we got, we definitely want to move the ball down the field because they should not, they probably won't be able to defend it. Or if they're able to defend it initially, if we adjust it, will the defense be able to adjust as well? Oh, this is a game where, you know, they're going to try to utilize all of their assets on the running in the running game and passing, you know, having Cooper cut back in their lineup is huge for them. Um, how, you know, we just came off a game where Jamar Chase was targeted, what, 117 times and 15, <laughs> you know, at 115 catches, you know, yeah. they're going to go to Cooper cup as much as possible. They also have that other weapon, Puka Nakua. I finally figured out how to say his name. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, you know, you got their running game. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're a team that's two and three Jay, but they're, it's, I had not so high hopes for them. You know, my sons are, 
a Rams fan. I was going to try to keep him encouraged, but I wasn't so much thinking this was going to be a year that the Rams could be considering even thinking about playoffs because they're kind of in rebuild mode. And lo and behold, you know, they beat Seattle out the box and show some when they when they can protect Stafford and run the ball. And that was all without Cooper Cup up until last week. They're actually a pretty good offensive team. And then you can never, you know, deny them on the defensive side of the ball uh, with with Donald in there. So, yeah, if they can establish the run, come in here and start running the balls, and then that play action and get we, with our banged-up secondary, oh, it could be a tough time back there. This this is one of those where's Waldo games, bro. This okay. is every time Cooper Cup breaks the huddle is where's Waldo? Where's he at? And can we double right. and triple team him if possible with some of these zone coverages and stuff like that? And then, like I said, with the emergence of Puka, it's like, man, now we got to find two of these dudes. So it could be a long day for that secondary. Now, what was interesting, if you look at the stats for Stafford, so on the year, he's five TDs and five interceptions. So it's not as if – so there – if if the defense for the Arizona Cardinals can maybe get do some things, maybe get a little bit of push there on him, we may be able to get a, a turnover or two, or maybe even get to the quarterback and get a get a sack and maybe get a turnover that way. The whole key for this game is can you rattle um, Stafford? If you can't, and you allow him to sit back there and pat the ball, and he's the dude that can get it up the field, and also they you know they can he's not. Uh, he's prone to the mistakes, but if you let him, that those are mistakes when he's rushed into. If you let him sit back there and pat the ball and pick out his spots, he's not afraid to dump it off. But he can, he can, he's one of those quarterbacks, man. You look at some of his throws; he he can stretch a defense for sure. And they will take a shot or two off the field, especially with Cup. And then, like I said, now intermediately, maybe Puka is now the guy in the middle, or you know. But they've got they've got weapons, and that that's what scares me when it comes to this uh, this banged up. Or secondary, especially. All right, so here's a stat. I'm going to throw a stat out for you, but I understand how this stat can be misleading because this stat played no part in the in the Cardinals' loss to the to the 49ers because they didn't need to get to this particular down. Right. So what I what I found out was doing some research that the Rams allow when they're at home when they're playing at home because they're 0 2 at home. Um, the Rams allow their opponent to convert 55 percent on their on their third downs when they play at home. So again, it can be misleading if you are moving the ball at such a pace where you don't need that third down that third down conversion. But is that is does that stat make you say, all right, Cardinals, if we can get to a third and manageable, you mentioned four 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 minus that we may be able to take advantage of that, or could that be one of those hidden things in the stat where it depends on the opponent that you're playing if you're playing the Eagles and you're and you're you got all this crowd noise or you don't have the crowd noise to therefore allow that the opposing offense to to be able to call their play and complete silence because their fans are in the building it could be one of those things There's, what is that stat does that is that a junk stat to you or does that have any value to you well I, I mean I, I guess for me for third downs like defensively for the Cardinals it's imperative regardless of crowd noise and all kinds of it's imperative for them to get off the field you know some of the couple of things that we've seen but the Rams the Rams are allowing their their opponents to convert there, so they're allowing their their the opposing offense to convert thirty fifty five percent. Oh, I see what down. you're saying. Okay, yeah, I mean for us, yeah, no, we have to continue to to manage and hold the hold on to the ball. We can't allow them to get you. Know, we, we let's put it this way: we look at a couple of these games, Jay, where we've had under fifty snaps in a game, 
And how we won that Dallas game with only 40-some-odd snaps, that's a miracle in itself. Okay, we yeah. must possess the ball, and that means extending some of these drives. The more we get off the field and let our expose, and I will say expose our defense to their offense, that's mm-hmm. when we're in trouble. So for us, it yeah, we have to take advantage. And I, you know, I was talking to, uh, did the Rams talk podcast earlier this week with our good friend Derek Ciapalo, and you know, I talked to him about that home lack of home field advantage, and he gave me a pretty good explanation. Uh, you know, I, I, I about how you know the the, the ticks breaking down. The tickets are so expensive that the Rams fans sometimes feel a need to get you know to get some of that money back so they can afford those tickets so they but you can't you still can't allow you know we deal with it over here as well i don't necessarily think it's because our fans are trying to afford the tickets i think they're just apathetic as you always use the word so you know you know it'll be interesting the makeup of the crowd we're i don't know if we travel as well as the eagles right yeah, um, you know, some of these other Raiders fans that go in there, San Fran fans that are right up the road, you know. I don't know if they're necessarily going to have to worry about that. Um, and for, you know, for you for third downs, yes, no, it is. Absolutely, we need to extend every drive we possibly can, uh, make it more of an even fight in terms of number of plays that we get to run against theirs. But if we're getting off the field, after, you know, with, all, with a bunch of three and outs, that's not going to be a good uh, thing for us, though. All right. So tell me. So believe in the Arizona Cardinals. He's Ed Smith. I'm Javon Adams. So how do the Rams win this game? Rams win this game if they come out and they run the ball effectively uh, and then pass the ball effectively. I know it sounds simple, but if they, like I said, with the addition of Cooper Cup, they've got weapons back. If they can establish a run, um get up the field with some of their uh, deeper routes and, you know, go over the top and we don't, we can't get off the field. Uh, we let them extend drives. And then also if we fall behind Jay, we've seen it's, it's a mess when we fall behind because we don't have the firepower. Yeah. And I'm saying, when I say fall behind, I'm saying in some instances, like, you know, we've seen teams down 17, nothing and make the fight back. We lost a 20 point lead to the giants. We don't have that ability. We don't, yeah. we can't fall behind. And when I say, Father, we don't we don't need to be ten points behind. We start getting in that area where, hey, if they score again and make it a two or three score game, man, we might be done here because we don't have that firepower, especially minus Connor. We don't have a running game to a you know, to necessarily establish and grind it out. If they you know, the Rams will win this game if they come out and they can run the ball and which then opens up their play action. Uh, our secondaries beat up. Cooper Cup all over the place. They put up, you know, put us in a hole early, and then we're fighting from behind. If we can, if we can make them stretch this game out and get into the fourth quarter, and and here's the thing, we have to make an ugly game. Yeah, we're not okay. going to win beautifully aesthetically, like you know, even the Dallas win. You're like, well, how the hell we do that? You know, it was. I still don't know how we did that, you know, <laughs> and this is it's kind of like we just have to come out and figure out some way and maybe use a little trickery or something like we have to do something to keep them off their heels. But if they come out, if the Rams come out and then, like I said, defensive, they unleash on us where we have to throw the ball and you like got Aaron Donald in the middle of that defense. You're not triple teaming him. It could be a long day for us, but that's it. That, that's how they win the game. If they just come out, run the ball. Uh, play action. Stafford is Stafford has a clean jersey at the end of the game. We're not going to be in a, a good place. 
So you, so you, I think you gave away a little bit about how the Cardinals can win. You said they got to dirty up this game. They got to muck it up a little bit, right? Hold on to the ball. Um, you know, maybe uh, you've been talking about it. Oh, got to be a little more aggressive, Jay. We got to open the playbook up a little bit. If we do happen to get a lead, you can't all of a sudden like put it in a jar and think you're going to hold on to it at 17, 14 or something like that. Uh, you're going to have to take more chances and let, uh, you know, you can't. When we go to the casino, only day you and I can go to the casino day. You gonna hear me say yeah. every time? Yeah. Scared money don't make money, and for in this instance, you gotta. Like I said, you can't be conservative. You can't work. Hey, if Josh, you gotta let the let the dude play. And, you know, throw the ball if you have to down the field. If you get too conservative, or if you fall behind, or hey, you know what? What the heck? What do we have to lose? Not like we're going to be a, a you know we're, we're a, this is a Super Bowl bound team. So open the playbook up a little bit. As we're, we're going to have to get creative with our run game because we don't have Connor back there. Uh, yeah. Maybe more jet sweeps. We're going to have to get outside on the formation because you're not going to be trying to pound it up there with Aaron and his group up there in the middle of the field. And a trick player too might be warranted, and maybe one of those risky fourth fourth downs. But let it all hang out. Um, and figure out a way to win this game. This is one of those where there's no formula for me for the Cardinals. It's <laughs> like, well, if we can't go in and say, well, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to have to figure this one out on the fly a little bit. We have a game plan. We're going to have to divert from that game plan a little bit. And this, I'll break, break it down to you like this. Sometimes the best meals are made by mistake. You start off thinking you're going to make something in this dish, and all of a sudden something doesn't taste right, and you grab that funky sauce that we always talk about, seasoning <laughs> out of the cabinet, and you start just throwing stuff in there. And next thing you know, hey, this is pretty good. But you couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you how I made it by the time it's all done. We just figured it out. And this is one yeah. of those games where Cardinals on the fly might just have to figure this one out. Yeah, and I will say this before we get down to who's to, to pick who's going to win. Uh, but I, don't chase the points though, because we saw that last week. Yeah. Again, if you're if you get a good turnover and you're going and you're trying to you're trying to get a, don't go for it on fourth when you can take the points if you can get a field goal. If you if you can start <laughs> to rack up those points, you have to be take the calculated risk. Don't take the silly risks. So I think that's mm-hmm. important as well. So believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So now it's time to pick the game. Who do we think is going to win? I. I was, I think Rams, I'm not there. If you look at a lot of the things with both of these teams, they're, they're kind of even statistically They're It's almost, it's almost a push, but I think Rams maybe minus uh, the Rams by three. That's what I would say. I know they're, they're favored by seven, but I would say Rams, Rams by three. So maybe 27, 24, who you got? 27-19, I think we put up a good fight. I just don't think we have enough to stop their weapons, especially offensively with Cooper and, you know, their, the, and Stafford and, and uh, you know, some of the other things they have. And then defensively, I just think they give us too much trouble up front, minus, especially minus Connor. Uh, like I said, I do think we put up a good fight in this one, but I think the Rams win and cover at uh, 27-19. All right, all right. So now... 
it's so one and four, one and five is different than say being two and four and two, you know, all those types of things. Now I start to, now it starts to be almost a fulfillment of the prophecy that we talked about mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah. You, you had, a, had us, had us looking at you. We you had us paying attention and we changed our expectations just a bit. Not thinking you were playoff bound, but at least to be a little bit more respectable. So this game is important for the Cardinals in my, in my opinion, as they're trying to continue to build and get the, get the fans to, to really care about what's going on and to be able to stay in tune and get to the, uh, and want to come to the stadium and want to tune in from their couch or ask the, the guy at the bar to turn it to the Cardinals game. So uh, that is it. Yeah, go ahead. On one last thing, I remind everybody, it's not the wins and the losses. It's how mm-hmm. they're playing. In my opinion, it's yep. how they're performing yep. more important than the W's and the L's because, like I said, they're getting beat around like they did last week. We're our, they're like, ah, oh, here we go. But if they're in these games, like the Giants game, um, beating Dallas, even Washington on the road, those are different type of losses right. in that one W than, like I said, than uh, last week. Yes, indeed. He is Ed Smith. I'm Javon Adams. We do this thing again twice a week. Tell a friend and tell a friend about what we have going on here. We do appreciate it. It's Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. And as always, we are presented by Bet Online. And uh, like we always like to say around this time, are you good? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.